1: Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dal Gillum, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And today's podcast is really about interest rates. It's about uh, property. It's about cash and it's also about the stock market. So a range of different topics. And the reason why I decided to do this topic is, I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, since uh, the federal election has happened, um, I've seen a lot of... uh, things on my YouTube feed and other different news feeds that I'm getting from the industry, et cetera, all talking up property, Um, saying, hey, property's moving, et cetera, et cetera. And I was looking at one yesterday in one of my industry, um, what do you call it, blogs that come through to me every day I get a lot of different industry blogs from you know the self-managed super funds advisors um, financial advisors association all sorts of different areas that I get information from so I can be broad right across the industry and understand what is actually going on obviously I am a fund manager so I do need to keep up abreast as they say with everything in the market and what's going on and uh, ramifications of what's going on politically etc but uh, since the election Um, Obviously, with the coalition government getting in and and putting a a nail in the coffin to that whole thing about uh, negative gearing, etc., with the Labor Party, and that's part of the reason. And also, we're we're looking at um, superannuation laws or self-managed superannuation laws as well um, that the Labor Party, sorry, that the Labor Party was looking at. And the franking credits was the other part um to which is sort of as i said that the bonus of uh, re-electing a coalition government now whether you voted for the coalition or you voted labor it's irrelevant right now we know what we've got uh, and as i was saying in my market report um and yesterday i think it was like yesterday or was it the other day i said my market reporter really what australia needs is some stability uh, and uh, we've seen last week we saw the um, RBA reduce rates again by, you know, 0.25 or 25 basis points, um, you know, to the lowest level we've ever, ever seen them. And, uh, you know, and again, you know, yesterday I saw all these property people coming out saying property and great, you know, in June, you know, Sydney and Melbourne property prices did go up. They did for the first time you know, in roughly about two years since the the market's been falling in those two markets or the property market has been falling away. But really Melbourne and Sydney markets have only fallen about 15 to 17% on average. Now, property is a lot harder to, how do I say, value or quantify to some degree than what the stock market is or the share market. And simply because is, you know, you can have two houses in the same street on the same size block of land and those two houses are completely different prices and those per, those two houses could be mirror identical to each other and one could sell today one can sell tomorrow for two different prices and yet they're identically identical um, built by the same builder all those sorts of things So it's only it's only about what the purchaser is purchasers willing to pay on the day that they're willing to make a contract um, to buy that property but uh, to me that the property moving up in Melbourne and Sydney, last month in June was really just a result of the federal election. It's like, okay, now we know what's going on. Negative gearing, you know, it's not going to be taken off the table, blah, blah, blah. All of those sorts of things. And we saw a little bit of, a, you know, people that were waiting because we're looking at May, which really was flat, the property market. And uh, we've seen a little bit more interest in, as I said, into June. But I don't think we can call the end of the property downturn at this point in time, especially when we've only seen uh, broadly across the the... the Um, Melbourne, Sydney property markets, you know, 15 to 17%. And what a lot of Australians don't realise is that property does crash. It does. And, you know, we've had people, uh, we've been dealing with clients in different areas and uh, it was only one the other week who'd bought property in... I would say more of a rural area, but not in a rural area, but not in a major capital city. I think that's probably what I mean to say, in a non-capital city. And people were buying them near mines and uh, different places that uh, were having, you know, exorbitant rents going through the roof because of the availability of housing so housing prices go through the roof because the rental yields are really really high and then when the mine closes down it all falls apart so we're seeing people getting burnt in property and the last couple of months we've seen them you know well not the last couple of months the last year we've seen these big apartment buildings seen multiple issues there with apartment buildings and people getting kicked out of there having to get out of their apartment because there's cracks or it's uh, not safe to be, be in so anybody that owns an apartment and in the city apartment that's been built in the last 10-20 years I think would be a little bit worried about it at the moment so I don't see their prices going up too much but really in a low interest rate environment you know you, you'd think property would be moving up and it's not and we've had a low interest rate environment for years and property's not moving up. The RBA is making it cheaper for people to borrow money, to buy property and properties not going up and the share market's been going up. So you've got to look at where your investment is and what is good for you. Now, whilst when property is going down, that's a great time to start looking at getting into property because simply is, you know, property is a good investment. I'm not saying it's not. It's a brilliant investment for long term. If you can buy right in the right area, buy the right property for the right price sometimes it's worth paying a little bit more to get into it because of that long-term gain that you're going to get but right now i don't see the signs that the property market is going to start rising um to any great degree now obviously Real estate agents, developers, all those sorts of people that are interested in the property market because that's where they made their money. They're always going to be talking it up. And so they should be because that's their business and their job is to make money from either building or selling properties or doing things around property. But you as an individual need to look at where do I need to invest my money? And right now, you're looking at interest rates at around 1%. Try and get good interest rates in a bank term deposit or, some, or um, a bond or any type of cash product, and you're really going backwards. You know, you're better off, you know, with the inflation rate where it is, you're better off not being in cash because it really is a bad investment at this point in time. And I've seen some experts coming out there saying, don't get out of cash, you know, go into, you know, stay into cash, don't go into the share market because the share market's overheated. Rubbish. The share market is not overheated. Our Australian stock market is not overheated. It's not even close. As I'm standing here today, we still haven't made a new all time high from the one we had in 2007. So our stock market is bullish. Yes, we're going to go into a yearly low later in this year. But it's still an awesome place to put your money and to invest. And if you've got assets that you can borrow on, for example, from, from your property at very low interest rates, you might be borrowing um, at a, you, know, you might have an offset account or you might have split your loan into an investment, like a housing loan into two parts. One is the house and one is the investment loan. You might only be paying 4% um ish on the investment part of that loan and you could go into the to the stock market and buy the top 10 shares on the australian stock market and you'll do well because the dividend the average dividend yield you're going to be getting would going to be three and a half four percent um etc and so you're almost funding or you Mm. might be funding the interest on the loan just with dividends let alone capital gains so it's a pretty smart move at this point in time to do your sums and go and talk to your accountant and go, hey, maybe I can borrow fifty, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, five hundred thousand on my on my loan while we've got low interest rates and take the advantage of getting good income or dividend from the stock market to more than pay for my loan. Remember the loan, any interest you pay on a loan for investment is tax deductible. That's the negative gearing aspect of it. Now, obviously, getting dividends from a company will be deemed as income, but then they come with franking credits, don't they? Because we haven't got rid of those here in Australia, so they're still around. So therefore, there's some bonuses. So doing your sums really does pay to be, or does will pay for you to do your sums, because I really don't think now is a good time to be saying, hey, the property um, uh, uh, pullback has stopped and it's starting to rise, but I think over the next one or two years it would be you'd be looking at buying property anyway. I think I still think our property market is still way overheated given when you look at historical averages. You know, the prices we're still paying in Melbourne and Sydney as a multiple of our average yearly wage is still phenomenal. Um, But don't think the Australian market or property market can't crash because I've seen crashes and I've uh, seen crashes in the Europe and UK. We've seen crashes in America in property markets. Uh, And part of the reason why Australia hasn't had any big crashes in property is simply because of our immigration. We're continually growing and growing and growing and growing as a country. But eventually that sort of stops and the, the market will be back to normal market forces. And when people, right now, property doesn't crash simply because uh, we're bringing still enough people in. So we're not seeing this big move down. But eventually that will happen. We will find that the, that we've got a mature market and then the market will be subject to normal market forces. But uh, right now, as I said, to me, the best investment is the stock market. You should be getting really excited about it because, as I said, whilst I, I'm looking at a high for our market in the next four to two to six weeks, Um, for the year and then moving down into our yearly low and then taking off again. But I see our market much higher this time next year. I see us doing exceptionally well. So to me, you know, looking at that media, and as you hear me say all the time, don't really look at the media often if you want to get good investment advice. So, And I think it's still ringing true right now is to be filtering what you're doing. Have a look at whether you can get into the stock market using any asset you've got, like a property or investment property, and and borrow some on that. Get into the stock market and, and ride the next wave of the stock market as it moves up quite nicely. So that's it for me for this week. As I said, I'm quite excited about the stock market right now. I think it it is a great place but uh, hopefully uh, you are enjoying our podcast always let me know info at wealthwithin.com.au if you want me to cover a specific subject for you you want me to talk about something uh, if there's something interesting that you found a story that you have you know i'm always happy to chat and and really um, share the love so to speak and, and share the wisdom uh, across these airwaves so but uh, as i said this is you've been listening to talking wealth i'm dal gill i'm the chief analyst here at wealth within goodbye good luck take care